noticed out of the side of my eye something dark. And I thought, oh, maybe, you know, the custodian forgot to clean. So I did a double take and I turned back around and I saw my first Mr. Bat. From a janitor hitting a bat ruthlessly to confused comm students in Taft High School hallways, the bats will always be part of the communication arts high school legacy and for generations of students to come. But what exactly is a legend? In this podcast, we will be telling you, wait, actually the principal of communication arts will be telling you the story of the bat infestation, also known as the bat catastrophe. I just grabbed a bag and I captured him and then I called the custodians over and gave it over to, I, I caught several that year. It was amazing. I've, I kind of felt like Xena Princess Warrior, TBH. <laughs> Ended up being pros, like at that point, it was kind of like we would bring our butterfly catcher and it was just like, because <laughs> you can't really wait, you know, because they obviously fly off. Um, and so you have to be quick on your toes. And we didn't want the children to be hurt. You know, our students are number one. So, um, so that was the first one. So I caught it, didn't think anything of it. You know, I didn't think I was going to have some of his familia move in. Did not think that. I was wrong. Um, called me upstairs and said there was a visitor up there. And that visitor was our second bat. And I was like oh, this is a pattern, like, what is going on, you know, like, I thought, oh, you get rid of one, nothing else will, but alas, mm -hmm. what had happened was, um, if you look at the awnings on the outside of the structure, there were little holes, and so the bats would get in there, and apparently, bats have a habit of moving from point A to point B, especially if they can smell their ancestors or cousins had been there before. So before I got here seven years ago, I had heard there were bats here occasionally, mm -hmm. and I thought nothing of it, you know. Oh yeah, right, sure, you know, kind of like a folk's tale or whatever. Um, but then when I experienced it, I was like, oh, they must have been telling the truth, and then they left their bat guano here in the walls, and you know, it's hard to clean behind walls, of course. They were probably up there for about a week and then some would come out of, you know, the walls. Part of the fix of it was to eradicate the building, obviously, of bats and guano. But they had to hire an outside agency to come in and fill the gaps that where the roof meets the brick, there were holes and so, <clears throat> All of that was fixed. Allegedly, um, we cannot get bats anymore. However, that is fiction. For the cleanup part, once we found out that the infestation was like terrible, we um, had to move the kids over. And so we kind of did like a master schedule thing and, you know, put this class over here and that class over there um, for just for a few days um, so the pest control people could come do their job and, you know, I didn't want them around like the fumes or anything like that or them catching them too because they had to catch a lot of them and when you try to catch them, of course, they fly off. Mm -hmm. So in order to like avoid all of that, we moved our kids over um, and it's funny because the Taft 
kids were like calling us refugees, which I guess we kind of were. <laughs> a few situations where I had to get students out of the building when the bats were discovered. And sometimes you know how kids don't listen sometimes and I'm like, go down this hallway or that set of uh, stairwells. Um, because of course we have two here at Calm. So I was trying to think, you know, what's the path of least resistance away from the bat. Uh, one kid, he actually graduated last year and um, he was on the swim team and he didn't have a good habit of listening properly. So I had to use my stern principal voice with him and say, that is not Comart's behavior, get back down the stairs. Cause he was trying to come back up cause he had left a swim bag or something. Like, I can get you your swim bag another time, guy. It wasn't even swim time, it was an eighth period. So I was just like, skedaddle. And at that time, like a bat came and flew, like, you know, they would just kind of bomb you and just psh, right by your head. Um, so I remember that did happen. Um, but luckily they tested like a sample of them and uh, they didn't have any like rabies or any other of the, you know, ugly parasite things that they carry. Bats were tested, like um, the state agency that monitors those type of animals and does the testing, like they came out and actually one got bitten. People have nicknames and so the combats can be our nickname, you know, it's just like one of those things. And this was the Batastrophe of Communication Arts High School. Tune in next time for when we interview our head custodian about his experience with the bats.
it you could tell like there were families of bats because I would find little baby bats and like little regular size bats. And then I think I found an old one because it was kind of like reddish white. And I was like, oh my God, is this the grandma bat? How cool is that? I should have taken a picture. The bats are just versions of us. They are, like they're families. I have video um, when I was telling you guys that the, the state people came to test. Um, they went upstairs and I guess they make the weirdest noise. They're like, it's super creepy. Um, so you know this first stairwell here by the elevator, you go up and then you're kind of like by McCarthy's room. But before you like turn, um, if you make a left, you'll run into that wall. Well, right up a above that wall, the guy moved the tile and guess what? It was super creepy. Like the inside of our building is like a gray kind of, you know, gun metallic color because it's like pipes, excuse me. It's like pipes and stuff up there. You didn't see gray, you saw black. It, that were, it was that many bats like, they were crawling all over each other. It was kind of like seeing a bunch of cucarachas in the corner. I'm like, ah, no, roaches. Um, but bats and roaches don't scare me or snakes. Um, my nemesis is a rodent. I don't, I had a bad experience with a rat or a mouse. I don't know what it was, but um, so if you bring one of those, you'll scare me to death, but other stuff, I'm good. There you go. There you go. So there's a fun fact about me. Um, <laughs> but um, so I filmed that. Like when he pulled that back, I had to like, and I showed my boss and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, and that day, uh, Mr. Blunt, our uh, board member, was supposed to come over here that day to discuss a project mm -hmm. we were doing for him. And I had to call him and say, Mr. Blunt, please don't come over today because, you know, we have a, a bat situation. And so I showed my boss um, the video because I had to meet with him afterwards and he saw it. he could not believe it. I mean, it was that incredible. But I, I need to look on my phone or my Google Drive to see where the video is. And then once I find it, I can like download it and share it with you guys. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. While you were calling parents and like emailing them, was there anyone who was like, can you take my student out or like next year did you see a decrease in like applications? No, uh, it didn't affect us. And I thought, you know, that could be a possibility, of course, like, you know, and um, parents are usually very on top of things and very, you know, protective, obviously. Mm -hmm and rightly so, of their child, but I guess they just trusted us to like get rid of the problem and then um, they wanted their kids to come here because of course our staff is phenomenal and you know our scholarship opportunities are just out of this world. So um, I thought about that and that's an excellent question, but it didn't happen in our, our recruitment for that following year, it was not affected coincidentally. Um, it, it may have, you know, there's some kind of quirky kids out there that may like bats. <laughs> you know, they could be still into Twilight. Who knows? 
oh, but I'm team Jacob. But I mean, I do <laughs> like vampires. But yeah, I love vampire books and love reading about werewolves and ghosts and all that still at my old age. But, um, you know, it... <laughs> That is also a good question. Um, our enrollment didn't move. Um, I think the communication helped, and I think that we got rid of the problem in like a small amount of time and that it didn't come back. Like, you know, kind of like when you get rid of roaches, sometimes like you have to do the treatment like two or three times to get them out of your house or whatever. But that didn't happen. Like, we that company came over and sealed us up and they did a good job and uh, they were taken out, you know, in, in bags and then they were putting them in, um, in boxes. And they had like a whole, they had a truck, you know, the bed of a truck and it was all filled up with boxes. Like that's how many there were. It's like kind of gross, but kind of <laughs> interesting as well. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I did think it was going to make a difference, but it did not. It could have had the opposite effect. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, fun times. But I will look for that video. Let me write myself a note so I don't forget. Oh, for sure. I'm glad. I'm glad.